Welcome to the Faith Broadcast. I'm so glad that you're watching today's message. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. I believe it'll encourage you, it'll strengthen you, and empower you to make Jesus famous in your everyday life. Enjoy today's message, and I'll see you at the end of the broadcast. God, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for you are already moving in our midst, and we are so grateful for that, Father. We are so hungry for more so thirsty for more we are not satisfied we want more of you and each time more of you and less of us father oh we draw father on you today for there are things that could be said things that should be said but we draw ourselves to those things that must be said today those things that must be uttered on earth today. And we give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor in advance for all that you will do in our midst through your word, through the move of the spirit. And we are sensitive to hear from him, to hear from you, Father. And we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I am so honored. I, I really want to thank Pastor Eric Raquel for allowing me to come and having me here. It's such a great honor to be back in Atlanta. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, we say Atlanta, but, um, you know, I'm trying to get the American way, so I'm, I'm sure I'm very far away from your accent, so... Uh, <laughs> But I'm trying. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I want to also welcome those who are watching us uh, on live streaming today and those who are watching us everywhere, when, wherever you are, doesn't matter where you are. And I, I think uh, some people are watching us from Brazil. They told me they will be tuning in. So do you want to say hi to them? Say hi, Brazil. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So please open your Bibles to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2. Glory to God. I think uh, Holy Spirit is a wonderful help. Amen. He is such a wonderful comforter. He guides us. He's, he leads us in, in such a uh, profound way and just listening to Pastor uh, Carrick here and then uh, Raquel and I said I, I think they are on my message you know <laughs> but uh, I know it's uh, all flowing uh, together uh, from the Holy Ghost so that his uh, plan and his purpose for you today shall be accomplished amen uh, Brother Hagan used to say that every time that there is a gathering of saints, every time that there is a church service, God has a specific plan and a specific purpose for that meeting. Have you ever thought about it? That, you know, every time that you come together, you're not just here just to, you know, say, well, I came to church and praise God, but there is actually impartation from heaven to you. Amen. To help you. Amen. To assist you. So we draw our faith today so that all the, that God has for you today and all his plan and his purpose for us as a church 
may be accomplished. Can I say, in, can you say amen for that? Now, the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 2, the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 1 says this, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Amen. So uh, the author, he writes and he says, we, we ought to give more earnest heed. Can you say after me, earnest heed? Now, this word earnest here in the Greek, it, it's a word that says, it, it is a word that it, it's, it's pronounced like, maybe like this, perisoteros. Perisoteros, in Greek, it means more abundantly. It also means more in a greater degree. So the author is telling us by the Holy Spirit that we must give uh, more heed. We need to pay more attention in a greater degree. Not just in a greater degree, but he says more in a greater degree. Amen. Now, he does say that the things that we have heard, so it means that God is talking to us, that God has uh, used his word, God had used his um, uh, people, uh, different things to talk to us. And God is always talking to us. Amen. People think, you know, God is not talking to me, and, you know, I, it's so hard to hear God. But listen, God is speaking to us all the time through his word amen and the word says we we ought to give the more heed earnest heed we need to pay attention more in a greater degree to what god is saying now the amplified classic of this same verse it says this since all this is true we ought to pay much closer attention than ever. Amen. We must pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. So here in the Amplified, Amplified Classic, now it gives us a more detailed um, uh, wording. It says that we must pay much closer attention than ever. So it means that you, if you had paid attention in the past, now you have to even put more efforts to understand, to learn, and to hear God, to pay more attention to what God is saying. And why? Because I do believe that if it was only the voice of God that we would hear, God wouldn't have to tell us, pay attention. Amen. Pay much attention. He's saying to us, you must pay much closer attention than ever in your life. For we are living days, <laughs> very interesting days. Amen. Now, uh, I do believe that we are coming to this time in this season where listening to God's voice and to God's instructions is going to be a, a, a matter of death or life. 
Amen. And the more we approach the day of the coming of Jesus, the more demand, amen, the word puts on us, the more the devil is trying to take your attention away. There are so many distractions in the world nowadays. Amen. So many distractions, even on social media. You can stay all day long you know, just connected to the internet, and at the end of the day, you have not prayed, you have not had your devotions, you know, you are just uh, up busy doing something, and, and this is a season that we must pay much closer attention than ever to the truth that we have heard. So yes, we have heard the truth of God. Yes, we have heard some of the truths that the, his word has, uh, you know, sh given us or showing us. But we have to do it more in a greater degree. And that's because it's nothing personal. It's because of the timing we are living in. It's because of the seasoning that we are in. Amen. So pay much closer attention. Now in Proverbs, please open your Bible to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 says this. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 says this. My son, is there anybody who, who is a son of God? Anybody here who is a daughter of God, this verse is talking to you. Amen. In fact, the whole Bible is God speaking to us. Amen. Glory to God. He says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of the, thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now listen, the word of God, his voice is life to those that find, find it. Amen. And it says it is health to all their flesh. Amen. Glory to God. So the word of God, the voice of God, amen. It's life to me. Glory to God. It brings health to me. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm from Brazil, so I'm going to talk about in Brazil. There has never been a time where we now depend on the health, on the divine health. Amen. Glory to God for the healing, and it's powerful, and it's God's will for our lives. But it's a better way to just live healthy instead of, you know, having to have a miracle. And I'm not here uh, bashing on that at all. You know, I minister uh, healing, and I believe in healing. Amen. And every time that you need healing, the word is there for you. Amen. But now God is bringing us to a greater level where we attend to his word. We listen to his voice. And because of that, we have life imparted into our lives and our spirits. And not only that, but health is part of our portion. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter how much money you have if you don't have health. It, there is, it's no good, the money, right? 
So health is something that it's needy nowadays. Amen. Um, we were in a prayer meeting in Brazil, and one of the, the prophets that we, we know in the country, you know, she said uh, this. I, you know, we were together in this meeting, fasting for a whole day, and she said, I sense that there is a spirit of infirmity just rounding, going around the people of God. And so many people, key people in the body of Christ, who are, have been attacked by that spirit of infirmity. Amen. And we have to take a stand for that. Amen. Why? Because we understand and we know that the, there is healing in the word of God for us. There is power to heal us. And there is also power to keep us healthy. So he says, attend to my words, incline thy ears to my saying, for they are life to those that find them, and health. Amen. The word of God, the voice of God is health to your flesh. Verse 23 says, keep thine heart with all the diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now this word attend here in verse 20 it means, literally means in the Hebrew, pay attention. Amen. It means to perk up your ears. Amen. Did you see that movement? Uh, I don't know if you have a pet at home, but when you're talking to another human being, the pet must be around you. Maybe they, you know, they're there sitting down or, you know, just relaxing. And they are, they are listening to what you are saying. But when you turn your attention to them and you speak to them, they poke their ears. Have you noticed that? They do this. Because now they understand you're not talking to your other human being. You're talking to them. And this is the action that we, I'm not saying that we are God's pets. Amen? Please. <laughs> but this is the same a movement that we must have. When we hear God's word, our uh, spiritual ears must perk up. Like, hey, he's talking to me. So my antenna, antenna must be on. I need to understand what is God telling me. Yes, sir, how can I obey you? Amen. So it, it talks about paying attention. Now the word incline, when it says in verse 20, incline thine ears to my sayings or to my voice, the word inclines literally means in the Hebrew to stretch out to bend amen so there is a movement there is a, a, a natural effort that you do to stretch out and to bend amen and, and we know obviously that God is not talking naturally he speaks out of in a spiritual standpoint amen and we hear God not naturally Although, yes, he can speak to us in, in, in an audible voice, but, you know, that's not always every time God's going to talk to you. Most of the time it's going to be an inward voice. Amen. But we must spiritually be bending to hear God, inclining our ears to hear him. And literally what God is saying through this verse is to us is, hey, 
be aware of distractions. Because if it was only God's voice that we would hear in the world, he wouldn't have to tell us pay close attention than ever. Amen. So can you see the urgency in those words? Pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we, you have heard. So, you know, God is the more interested than us that we get it right. Sometimes people say, Sheila, but if God is talking to me and I don't understand what he's saying, I tell them, don't worry, because God will make himself clear. Amen. Now, the only problem with that is that if, if you don't have a heart to hear God, but if you do have a heart, because with God and his kingdom, it's all about the heart. Amen. Is the condition of your heart. Is your willingness of the heart. Now, if you really want to follow God and understand what he's saying and uh, 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 receive his instructions and hear his voice, I'm telling you, God is going to use even a billboard if he has to. Amen. You're going to be sitting down in your car and suddenly, my goodness, the billboard will talk to you. Amen. A bird in the air will talk to you. A flower somewhere will talk to you. Amen. Why? Because God will talk to you. And if you don't understand what he's saying, but you have a heart to receive what he's saying, he's going to talk to you in another way. Hallelujah. And if you don't get that way, God is going to come on his mercy side again, and he's going to show you another way that you can really understand. So don't worry about not understanding God. If he really wants to give you a message, if he really wants to talk to you, and we see here that he, yes, he talks to us, no worries. Amen. He's going to make himself clear. Even in the book of Hebrews in chapter 1 says that God in the past times, he had spoken, amen, to his people different times and in different manners, amen. But in the last days, he has spoken to them or to us by his son. So see, God used every tool he had, everything he could uh, use to make his message known. So the, the issue here, uh, people, is not God trying to hide from us. It's not God who put us here on earth and say, you know, just now do your own thing. Try to catch me if you can. Amen. He did not leave us here without help. Glory to God. He gave us help. He gave us direction. Amen. And all he is telling us, pay much closer attention than ever. Because we are living in very difficult times. Amen. We are living in perilous times. That's what the word says. But it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be down for you. It can be for the world, but we have the life of God. We have the light of God. We have the instruction from God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we must pay close attention to God's voice. We must pay closer attention to what he is saying. 
Amen. And the devil will use all these distractions. The devil will use circumstances. He's going to use agents. Amen. He's going to use people. Sometimes your own friends. Your own family. And we must be aware that it's the devil trying to distract us from what God is telling us. Amen. Now, the devil, the world, circumstances, he's always telling us something. It cannot be done. You're too young or you're too old. This is too difficult. It has never been accomplished before. Who you think you are. Amen. So all these things are circumstances who are telling you something. But remember in Mark 11, Jesus, you know, the, the fig tree spoke to Jesus. Not that the fig had a mouth. Amen. But when he went there to get some fruit out of it and he couldn't get fruit and he was hungry, the, the tree told him, you're going to lack. You're not going to have enough. The tree was telling him, I'm not giving what you are demanding from me. And the Bible says that Jesus answered and said. So he answered to a tree. Why? Because circumstances, natural things are always talking to, to us. And we have to answer it back. The same way that Jesus answered and said to the fig tree, we must answer and say to that mountain of challenges. We must answer and say to that circumstances that are arising against us. We are not going to be, sh you know, shut, shutting down and, and, and be afraid. No, we have God on our side. We have the word of God on our side. And if God is for us, who can be against us? If God has spoken to you, who can reverse that? If God has his blessing upon you, who can curse you? Amen. I'm here to tell you, you are too blessed to be cursed. You are too healthy to be sick. You are too wealthy, too prosperous to be broke. <laughs> Amen. So we must pay attention. Now, one of the things that we pay attention to God and not to the devil is to ignore him. We, we must learn how to ignore the devil. Amen. Now, when you came into the church today, you saw the lights. You saw those speakers here, but you didn't pay attention. Now you're paying attention because I'm telling to you. Right? But when you came in, it was here all the time. But you didn't pay attention. And this is how the devil is. You may go into the university. You may go to the office, where your workplace. You may go to the groceries. He's going to be there. <laughs> Amen. So just don't pay attention to what he's saying, to what he's doing. Learn how to ignore his presence. Learn how to ignore his suggestions because he is a liar. There is nothing that the devil can tell you that contains the truth. He is the father of all lies. And if he, if he is a liar and the father of all lies, we should not be, you know, boring our ears to him. Amen. 
So learn how to ignore. We can, as ministers and as pastors, we cannot, uh, you know, shut the devil for you. But we can teach you how you can just ignore him. Amen. Just stop listening to what the devil is telling you. Stop listening to his suggestions. Stop listening to what he is trying to show you. Amen. I remember uh, one time, uh, Brother Smith Wigglesworth, he was uh, sleeping in, in the bedroom, his bedroom, and suddenly he sensed this presence in his room. So he uh, looks around and he sees the devil standing at the feet of his bed. And he looked and said, oh, is that you, devil? And went back to sleep. Now, how many of us would uh, just come out of bed and shandai, shandai, shandai? <laughs> and you would not go to sleep again until the devil was gone from out of your bedroom. Huh? But uh, Brother Smith Wigglesworth, he knew who, who he was. <laughs> he knew who the devil was. Oh, is that you, your little insignificant thing? I'm not going to waste my time over you. And I'm not going to uh, uh, waste one minute of my sleep over you. You stay there and I'm going to sleep. And that's how we must, you know, act sometimes. How is that? Is that you, devil? I'm ignoring you. I don't even, you know, you're not here. Now, I'm not saying that, that you're going to be on denial and say that the devil doesn't exist. And he is not living next to your door through your neighbor. I'm not talking that. Amen. But what I'm saying is, ignore his presence. Amen. Now, in Psalm 23, Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 23, hallelujah. It says this, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. I know that we always refer this verse to financial, finances, and that is fine and that is adequate, but I want to submit to you today that this is, you know, for every arena of your life. It's not only for financial, but also for financial area, but also for direction. Amen. So yes, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. We shall not lack. We shall not lack direction. We shall not direct, uh, lack instructions. We shall not lack understanding and wisdom. Amen. So every time we need to take a step, we will know what to do. Why? Because he is my shepherd. He is our shepherd. Amen. We will not lack direction. We will not lack understanding of what to do, how to do it, when to do it. We have the wisdom of God, like Pastor Carrick said here. Wisdom in how, what to do, how to save, when to save. Amen. What to invest, how to invest. Yes, for financial areas, but also for your own lives as well. Your other arenas in your life. Amen. So the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. Amen. Every time that God needs you to be somewhere, guess what? You will have provision to get there. Amen. 
God is going to give you the wisdom how to get there. God is going to give you the tools that you need to get there because he is your shepherd. Now verse 2 says, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. You see, it's a direction provision. He is providing us direction. He is supplying us, di uh, providing us with what we need to go and where we need to go, how we do it. Verse 3, <clears throat> he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. He says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. You see, some of us are asking God, please let the devil, be, you know, back off from, my, from me. You know, just make him get away or get lost from me. But the Bible says that God is going to prepare a table before you in the very presence of your enemies. <laughs> Amen. So you need to learn how to ignore his presence. Because everything that God is going to do for you, all the promises, all the stable that God has for you, full of provision, full of wisdom, full of direction for you, is going to happen right in the presence of your enemies. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I remember one time a woman came to Brother Hagen and said, Brother Hagen, please pray because I don't want to have all these trials and these uh, tribulations I'm going through, all these afflictions. You know, I don't want that. He said, do you want me to pray so you can go to heaven? Because while you are on earth, you will face tribulations. You will face trials. Amen. <laughs> But the, the thing is, we are more than conquerors. Glory to God. Amen. The thing is, we don't have to go through this thing, you know, just being losers. No, we are more than conquerors. We have God on our side. We have the word. We have the angels. We have the Holy Ghost to help us through. Amen. So he's going to prepare us a table in the very presence of our enemies and he's going to anoint us with oil. And our cup will run over right in the presence of your enemies. Right in the presence of the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. So ignore his suggestions. Ignore his presence because until we are raptured out of here with the second coming of Jesus Christ, the devil is going to be around. Amen. And after we are out of here, he's going to be here and we're gone. Amen. So he's not going anywhere for now. Amen. So learn how to ignore his suggestions. And this is what the devil tries to tell us many times. Oh, it's so hard to hear God. It's so difficult to understand what God is saying. So difficult to know his plan and his purpose. And it is not 
is the lie of the devil. Amen. Now, obviously, it's a step that you take every time. When God gives you uh, an assignment, when God tells you how to do something or what to do something, he expects you to take a step. Now, some of us, God had told us something, but we are waiting for the next five steps ahead. And God's not going to give you that. Amen. It's from glory to glory. So he gives you one instruction, and he expects you to walk on that instruction. And once you depend on him, once you believe in him for that, then after you obey him in that instruction, then more revelation will come. And then you take the next step, and you obey God in that area. And then after you do that, the more revelation will come. Now sometimes we're back, you know, we are so laid back and we think, God, give us the 10 steps ahead. Because, you know, I am a very meticulous person, well organized. I don't like things out of control. You know, this is, this is how you, you, you uh, shape me. This is how I was born. This is who I am, and you know how I am, Father. So please, 10 steps ahead. How many know <laughs> that the just shall live by faith? <laughs> Amen. He's not going to give you 10 steps ahead, because if you only knew what God is heading away, maybe you'll be so frightened. And your own mind will just take you out of his plan. And if God gave you his plan like 10 steps ahead, you're going to miss, mess things up so bad. <laughs> Amen. So he says, one step is enough. Amen. Now, if God says one step is enough, it's enough. We just obey him on that one step. And once we do that, then the next step will come in his timing, not in our timing. Come on now, I'm preaching better than you say amen. <laughs> we want it all written down. We want it all planned out. But I'm telling you, if I only knew that going to England to study English for 30 days, I would end up living there for eight years. I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> Amen. Now, when I look back, I said, wow, this is awesome. Amen. But if somebody at the time told me, hey, let's go to England. You're going to be living there for eight years. You don't know anybody there. You don't have any money. You don't know where you're going to live. You don't know how the provision is, will come, but let's go. I said, no, Baba, I'm fine, thank you. I'm very well in Brazil. Amen. Now, but because I took a step of faith, glory to God. Amen. A part of the plan was revealed. Amen. A small portion of the plan was revealed. And then when I took another step, when it was revealed to me. Then in obedience, amen, all, all the doors of opportunity, doors was open, were open to me. Why? Because I obeyed the first instruction. 
Amen. So learn how to obey God each step and be faithful to what he tells you to do. Amen. Because it's not hard to hear God. Amen. Oh, you know, people say, Sheila, I am in a desert. You know, Brazilians, they say a lot, a lot, a lot like this. They say, I'm, a, I am, I'm in the desert. What, what do you mean? Well, God haven't spoken to me in two years. Really? Two years? You have not opened your Bible in two years? <laughs> now, I'm serious, and they are really serious when they say that. And I said, okay, now let's, let's go back. When was the last time God spoke to you? So, the last time God spoke to me was two years ago, okay? So, when he told you to do, did you do it? Oh, no, I didn't. Well, go back. Because you're only going to get the next step after you obey the last step. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in Psalms 29, can you please open your Bibles there? Psalms Chapter 29, verse 3, says this, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. Verse 4, The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Amen. It doesn't look like it's hard to hear God. Amen. The devil wants you to think that it's hard to hear his voice. It's hard to understand his leading. But listen, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. He says, the God, God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Verse 5, the voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. Now, the cedars of Lebanon, they would uh, be used in big and gigantic uh, structures, buildings at that time. It was so hard and, and very dense. It is something that is very difficult to break. But the voice of the Lord can break the cedars. Glory to God. It means that the voice of God can break every stronghold. Can break anything what the devil took years to build. The voice of the Lord can break it down in just a matter of seconds. Glory to God. Now it reminds me of what happened in Exodus chapter 19. So please let's go to Exodus chapter 19 verse 16 says this, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the nether part of the mount. Verse 18, and Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. 
and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me tell you. Now, if Mount uh, Sinai, a pile of dirt, quaked greatly because the Lord had descended on it, how much more us? Come on now. If God came down on the Mount of Sinai, and the Bible says that the, the Mount of Sinai was trembling because of the presence of God, how much more we who have God, the living God, living on the inside of us and has actually God on us. Amen. We cannot just be a normal people. We are not normal people. It is impossible for you to be ordinary people, normal people, if you have God moving and living on the inside of you. Hallelujah. I have a, a pastor friend of mine in Brazil. He says, he says it all the time. He says, uh, a man that has God living on the inside of him cannot be normal. And I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, you are not normal. That's why people think you're crazy. That's why people think you're a fanatic. That's why your family don't get you. They don't understand why you are in church on Sunday. Amen. Because you are not normal. You will not fit into our criteria. You will not fit into a group. You are out of shape for that. Because you are made of heavenly material. Go, 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 glory to God. Amen. So we are not normal. Now, if the Mount Sinai was trembling, shaking because God had descended on him, how much more who have Holy Spirit on us? It is impossible for you not to do something, for you not to respond a certain way. Amen. To this holy presence that we carry. Amen. You take God with you to the university. You take God with you to college. You take God with you to your office. You take God with you to your workplace. Wherever you go, God is there. Wherever you show up, God shows up. And that's why you cannot, that's why you can actually ignore the presence of the enemy, the presence of the devil. Why? Because whatever he is doing in that arena, in that scenario, when you walk in, is God walking in. And darkness has to flee. Amen. Light is coming. There, darkness will back off but we have to have that understanding and that consciousness amen now in Ezekiel chapter 2 Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 1 people may say well you know but I, I've never heard an audible voice and some of us will never hear it but you know but just because you don't hear God's voice in an audible way like some of our, you know, mentors have ha had experienced. 
It doesn't mean that it's less supernatural. It doesn't mean that it's not extraordinary. Amen. Listening God on the inside of you. It may not be spectacular, but it's powerful. The voice of the Lord is powerful. We just read that. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. When he tells you not to leave the house that morning, when he tells you not to leave the house at that very moment, but leave it a little later, it may not be spectacular, but it's still powerful. Because you don't know what is the deliverance, amen, that he is giving you. You may not know what is God operating on your behalf just to follow some instructions that he's given you. Amen. It may be a still and a small voice, but is it still powerful? Is it still full of majesty? Why? Because every time that God speaks to us, he imparts of himself to us. Glory to God. Look at Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 1. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand, stand upon thy feet, and now will speak unto thee. Verse 2, And the Spirit entered into me when he spake to me. See, when, when God spoke to him, the Spirit came to him. And set me upon my feet, that I he heard him that spake unto me. Amen. So the instruction that God gave to this prophet was, stand upon thy feet and I will speak to you. Amen. Now you can say, well, isn't God powerful? Yes, he is. Isn't God almighty? Yes, he is. Couldn't God speak to this prophet while he was laying down? Yes, he could. <laughs> but that was not the instruction. Amen. He said, stand upon your feet and I will talk to you. In other words, hey, if you obey me in this step, then I'll show you more. Amen. If you take a step of faith to obey me in this little instruction, then I will reveal some other things to you. And this is, you know, this is us. Because sometimes we want the whole thing. We want the big revelation. <laughs> oh, we want that message that will just blow our minds away full of power, full of revelation. But what are you doing with the revelation that you already have? You know, we want more revelation. We want more power, more glory. What are you doing with the power that you already have? With the revelation that we already have. Amen. So the instruction was stand upon your feet and then I'll talk to you. And then the, he said, verse 2, that the Spirit entered into him when he spoke to him. So God imparted of himself when he spoke to that man. Amen, to that prophet. Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1. The word uh, which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, verse 2, Arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Again, arise and go somewhere. Now, isn't God powerful to just tell Jeremiah what he needed to know right where he was? Yes, but you know, God is partnering here. 
He is looking for a co-worker. Amen. God needs partners on earth to collaborate, to cooperate with him. Amen. And when he, we obey God's instruction for one step, then other revelations, more revelations will come. Amen. So he says, arise and go down to a certain place, to the potter's house. And when you get there, I will make you hear my words. I will reveal you what I want to say. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we're talking about Old Testament. And, and, and this is, was a different dispensation than the one we live in. For this man, there had to be some uh, natural effort so they could hear God. Amen. Now, we have God living on the inside of us. They didn't. They only had God on them. The anointing will come over them for a specific reason. Now, we have the anointing in us and on us. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, it's not a matter anymore of a physical effort. Yes, there will be some physical efforts. Getting up off your bed to pray is a physical effort. Amen. Getting out of your comfort zone to obey God is a physical effort. But I'm telling you, under this dispensation, it's much more a matter of the heart. God is wanting us to adjust our hearts. Amen. Arising on the inside of us, bark up our ears to hear, to listen what God is telling us. What is his instructions? Amen. Now, can I have the musicians coming back here, please? And when you come, please play something already. Don't wait on me. Amen. So it's not a physical place that we are talking about here where you will hear God, but it's a condition of your heart, adjustments that you must make in your heart to hear more of him, to have more revelation of him. Amen. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1 Samuel chapter 3, you know the story, you know, Samuel was just a little boy. He was serving the Lord in the house of God. And he heard this voice, and he would run to the priest, Eli, and said, Here I am, Lord. What do you want me to do? And Eli would say, No, no, I didn't call you. Go lay down. And that happened for three times until Eli said, Hey, hold on a sec. I think God is speaking to this boy. And the word says that Samuel, although he ministered unto God, unto the Lord, but he did not know the Lord. God had not yet revealed himself to Samuel in this way that he was now about to experience. Amen. So Samuel then, instructed by Eli, goes back to lay down, lie down. And then when he hears Samuel, Samuel, then he responds. And he says, yes, Lord, speak for thy servant heareth. Amen. And then God will tell Samuel about some things that in verse 11, we are in 1 Samuel 3, verse 11. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel at which both the ears of everyone that heareth it shall tingle. 
So God was ready to impart some revelation to Samuel that will make everybody everybody's ear to tingle. Amen. Something new was about to happen. Something that was unprecedented was about to happen. Amen. But God needed Samuel to be with the adjustment of the heart. Not saying, yes, Eli, please tell me what to do. No. The adjustment of the heart was, yes, Lord. Here, tell me what you want because your servant here will hear it. Hallelujah. Now, I wonder how many revelations and how many things God is wanting to share with you that will make the ears of your family tingle. That will make the ears of your friend who know you, who was brought up with you, tingle. And if they only heard what God has for you, the plan that he has for you, they will say, there is no way you can do that because I know you. I studied with you. I know you're not that smart. Come on. But Pastor Mac Hanks, he always says this, and I love it. He says his dad used to tell him that, son, if you listen to the Holy Ghost, people will think that you are smart. <laughs> Amen. So it is an adjustment of the heart today. Amen. To hear God. To understand what he's trying to tell you. Amen. And oh, there are so many revelations. So much that God wants to impart unto you. That things that are even beyond your understanding. Things that are beyond your natural mind and wisdom. Hallelujah. And when God speaks to you, glory to God. And people hear what he has for your life. It will make some people's ears to tingle. Hallelujah. And for some of you, even your own ears will tingle. Oh my God. How can I going to do that? It's by God's grace. Amen. So can you all stand with me, please? Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Now, the Lord told me there would be people here today, and even some people who are watching us, wherever you are, you are receiving this word today. And some of you must make that adjustment. It doesn't mean that you were rebellious. It doesn't mean that you were disobedient and rebellious. But it just means that you are taking that step. Hallelujah. To hear God. That you are looking to hear Him in, a, in a such a clear way that you will understand what is the step you must take. For God is dealing with some of you. He is dealing with some of you about steps to be taken. Decisions that must be taken. And you, you are not sure what step you should take. You're not sure what decision you must take. Huh? But the grace of God is here today. Amen. So I'm talking to those of you who are at that position. The Lord showed me there will be some in that place that will have to come to the front to say, here God, I am stepping to hear you. I am taking my step like 
Ezekiel, like Jeremiah, they had to do something in order to receive revelation. Amen. So who are you? I want you to come to the front right now. So just, just be quick to obey. Amen. Hallelujah. I need, I need more, I need more beat, more sound. Just flow. Amen. Glory to God. I'm Brazilian. I like the beat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, master kora fara ma sheketelebrasa. Yeah, master kora sandeleferesha. Some of you need to make decisions, even about changing cities, moving in or out. Lord, am I supposed to move? Am I supposed to go somewhere? Am I supposed to stay here? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, revelation will come. Sayeth the Lord. Instruction will come. Just the adjustment, the adjustment that you make with your heart to hear from Him, to step forward this morning and say, Here, God, I am here to hear you. I am here. I'm presenting myself to hear from you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for direction. <laughs> Amen. I believe today's message encourages you, it's strengthening you, it's helping you to live the lifestyle of faith. If you're ever in the metro Atlanta area, we'd love for you to worship with us in person. You can find information about our different locations at fccga.com. Also, we have so many different ways where you can get the word. You can download our Faith Plus app. You can also visit us on our social media pages, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook on YouTube. We'd love for you to connect with us. We also have a podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify. We have two. One is called the Faith Podcast and then we have our daily devotional podcast which is called Faith in the Morning. I look forward to seeing you on many different social media platforms and in person at Faith Christian Center. Thank you so much for tuning in and remember something good is going to happen to you today so expect miracles. God bless.